Hello and welcome to the DMs Book Club, where we talk about Dungeons and Dragons and how you can put it into your campaigns. This week, as ever, I am with Fiona, who is Hello. The... Hello, how are you? I'm good. I am not in my normal environment. You're not. You're not. No. I am in my normal environment, but I am suited and booted for some reason. Yes. Uh, you look incredibly fancy. I didn't get the memo at all. <laughs> sorry. I've got my glasses on. I've got. I've not washed my hair, so it's all like, oh no. Yes, well, for the listeners at home, I've got a buttoned up black shirt on and... Uh, it's because I had an interview like five yes. minutes before this for a job. So I had to just jump in and I didn't have time to change. But um, look at that, that dedication, folks. It wasn't because of me. It wasn't because for the stream or anything like that. No, no, no. You know what? Just... I might I might keep smartening up as we go. Be a dinner suit next week. <laughs> oh, OK. I, I'll keep dressing down so it gets to pyjama level. And I, you can't see it, but I do have my dressing gown around me <laughs> underneath. So I am to keep bloody warm. cold. Yeah, yeah. bloody cold. So, you are up yeah. north, so, you know. I am up north. Yes, I am. I am coming to you not live it's pre-recorded but i'm coming to you through the stream uh, from my childhood bedroom so you can see oh god i can't believe it's that um, so that's my graduation photo Yay. that's hidden behind me <laughs> there's obviously legolas uh, figurine over there and various books and ps2 yeah. games down there but and the it's ikea fine. box I've... that everyone had oh everyone yeah i mean uh, there's, there's nothing in it i checked so, really yeah. Yeah. Oh, not even I... two quid oh there's always no two quid i know like I, i'm sure I, i'm sure i checked it years ago and took that two quid out but uh yes yeah. yes I am definitely, and actually all this stuff behind me is Ikea. So Ikea, if you fancy sponsoring the <laughs> <Yeah>. book club, <laughs> we all want a Billy bookcase. So yes. <laughs> Who doesn't? Exactly. Oh, um, they're so good. They are. They are very good. That mm-hmm. that sofa-y thing is in yeah. Ikea as well. You know. There you go. There you I, go. I, I feel like there should be a campaign somewhere where there is, you have that, the general store or something like that, that is Ikea inspired yes. in some way. The Royal oh, Britannia uh, crew have our goose. Oh, brilliant. Yes. That's so cool. I like that. <laughs> Run by a goose called our goose. So Perfect. it's very good. Um, and, oh, and I'm Hamilton, by the way. But yeah, I didn't say that. Yeah, hello, but, Hamilton. Know, it's, I'm here. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, it's not as important, to be fair. So, you know, let's... Uh, well, that's that's utterly rubbish. You wore a suit and everything, so it's... <laughs> Just it's to try and... That's trying to make myself seem important. <laughs> that's the oh. reason why. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Well, Hamilton, what are we talking about today? What is what our topic of oh, choice? Oh, our topic of choice mm. is the Unearthed Arcana which is mm-hmm. the travelers of the multiverse um, Ooh, yeah. if people don't know what Unearthed Arcana is it is playtest material that's issued by Wizard of the Coast to the people to the people mm-hmm. you people out there you can get this by going to Wizards of the Coast and downloading it I'll put a link in chat it's done and uh, <laughs> and you <laughs> just drop that and then yep. you've uh, and it's uh, basically normally well, it's, it's usually related to what they're going to be bringing out in later editions mm. we talked about the future of D a few weeks ago yep. we've heard that there's you know multiverse things are happening in Ooh. terms of you know in terms of modern kynan's new book as well as potential spell jammer you know mm. mix and boo came out you know there's start yep. it seems to be the way it's moving Mm. And, and it's interesting because uh, like you yeah. think so Unearthed Arcana has been coming out for the last couple of years on stuff yeah. certain things haven't been implemented just yet so I believe you know she says touching wood yeah. um, like the Unearthed Arcana for the ranger which sort of that, the basic class hasn't mm. been updated yet in any mm. previous source books but it will be presumably for the, the, the revised stuff in yeah. uh, 2024 but I but then so they've had stuff like that but then they've also had stuff like um, owl folks and stuff like that when they sort of did the sort of 
uh, Unearthed Arcana came out, and then two weeks later they went, Strixhaven's coming out, oh, it's got Alfolk in it. So you're like, oh, you've had yeah. no time to play test this per se. So it's, it's yeah. interesting. They, I think they've either got really set on their minds on mm. what they want, or um, they just, you know, it's getting people hyped, I think, is the exactly. way. Like, out of interest, Hamilton, like, how... I, get, I appreciate, obviously, you and I, we we run lots of games, maybe mm. don't play in it as much. How often have you been tempted by an unearthed arcana, like, oh, I want to play this and test it out I did. and send feedback? The only, well, the only time I ever did was Ranger 1, because mm. it's it was the first class I took on when I came back to D&D was a mm. Ranger, and it's crap. And I liked it. <laughs> and uh, and then the, until they brought out like the Gloomstalker Horizon Walker ones, I quite liked them. Yeah. They're quite fun. Mm-hmm. But it just was not, it's not right. And everyone knows it's not right, but it's just not flavoured well enough. And it's not, mm. it could be so much better. And I think they did a lot for the new one. And I've used the new one uh, just in one shot sort of land and had a look and I've looked about it just out of interest. And mm. then, yeah, but... I, feedback I, I didn't really give. I just, yeah. that's the only one I really got, put some mm. real time into. Um, I think it's also worth noting then the Heron Garden, the Rabbit Folk one mm. was changed a little bit since. it does. They do make changes, don't they? Yeah. Between, between yeah, them coming do. out. Yeah. As for me, I, you, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. So I, the, the first time I'd ever seen Unearthed Karma enacted, yeah. actually, was, um, and we I know we did an episode on it recently, uh, Critical Role, where... Spoilers, in case you haven't seen season one, um, but one of the characters, played by Sam Regal, goes away for a little bit. Um, something happens, a dramatic thing, and they go away. And it's really sad, because all the players around the table are like, oh God, what are we going to do? And I don't know if it was planned or not per se, because I don't know how they could react to it. Mm. But then Sam comes back with this new character who is an artificer. And mm. at the time, the artificer was Unearthed Arcana. And I was just enraptured by this whole concept that I played it in my first ever long campaign as a player i played an unearthed arcana artificer and we got to like level six and then stopped for various reasons and then changed the campaign all that sort of thing and so only recently has the artificer become fully formed i think Mm. it was in eberron but also it's in tashes Tashes as well yeah Yeah. and they changed quite a lot from that like Mm. the whole idea and certainly with tashes obviously you have three different types of artificer i appreciate we will go on to travelers of the multiverse but i do think it's quite interesting interesting. it's a very small little document so there's a lot that that, exactly and i just for me the thing was uh, having uh, a a sort of what they're now called like a steel defender but it was like basically a a a construct companion of some sort And I just love that idea because it was very much like the ranger having an animal companion or having yeah. something like that which you could control in battle. Mm. And obviously now you have stuff like the artillerist, the sort of the def- uh, um, the, the battlesmith, That's and it's yeah. like and there's like the one which is the armor one, which I can never remember the name of. Um, and but then we got rid of stuff like the the alchemicalist, which was which is what yes. I was playing. This idea of just mm. being able to go into your bag of holding, and go ah oh, shit, yeah, and I throw, like that. and that's the one I, I like. So so much fun as a result because I just because in my head I heard the madcap scientist. But anyway, so it's very interesting to see because that was out for a little bit and then obviously got incorporated mm. and stuff. And I think thanks to Critical Role, obviously that got shown like because they changed stuff even in that that mm. they could have a companion a, a construct that was intelligent mm. and could understand a word. Um, a language, sorry. So I, I think even seeing it, I think there should be more shows or streams which does is dedicated yeah. to Unearthed Archives just to see what it's like. And even if it's like one shots or it's like an ongoing campaign for a couple of things, I just because I think that's really interesting to see that. And I'm sure I'm sure loads of people do do that. And I'm just ignorant about their 
the, the stuff like that. So but it's the yeah, big that's... ones. But the thing is, the things that, that kind of put put me in the mind that that's not going to happen is that places like D and D Beyond aren't going to be supporting on Earth Arcana anymore. That's very for true. Example. Yes. So it's sort of yeah. it's kind of funny, which is it was such a good way of getting it, and I I know that they've probably got back end issues to like implementing it in there, but they have a good homebrew system, and you can make it yourself. So you'd like to think it was as simple as that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? As in, you yeah. think it would be as simple as just adding it in, but maybe it's not. And I, I'm not an IT person, so I'm, I'm one of those people that's saying, it's probably easy, and they're all probably easy. going, he has no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. So, um, but, it, but it's, it's a shame, though, because they are good mm. fun. And I, you know, what? I hadn't even considered that. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff we do get is obviously mm. through D and D Beyond. Like, I I can make up characters easily. I recently yeah. did, as you know. I have recorded a bonus episode coming out, God knows when at this point, but um, with creating a character for my mum who's never played D and D or anything like that. And it was so it was so simple using D and D Beyond because yeah. I could just read stuff out and I wasn't carrying books around. We weren't writing yeah. lots of stuff down. We could just do it then and there, and that was just really easy because it was just a big chat really, and mm. then. The only the only physical element was that oh, we'll definitely roll dice because that's actually quite I think that's quite yes. fun as a character thing. But yeah, if you're not having if you're not able to like test it out and have it available online, this is all PDFs and stuff we can get. But like, who has a printer anymore? Who has you know physical mm. character sheets? Like if you're mm. if you're still working from home and stuff, if you're mm. like me going to, into the office and using the office printer. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> it's out now. You've said the illegal part of the conversation. <laughs> Oh, they'll never get me. I'm too important. Anyway, it's, no, it's so true. But and I did well. I did the same with my office for like I did like a, we had to do like little office talks once in a while. And I thought let's make a character as an office, which was yeah. hilarious fun. And I wish I had oh. recorded it. But like having 15 people chiming in for what <laughs> what they want to name the character. It's it's on my D and D Beyond if anyone wants to like, see it. That's fab. Oh, yeah. that so, is yeah. fab. It, but it was worked well. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, no, 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 no. It's always the way with us. Obviously, we don't speak for ages, and we're like blah. So apologies for everyone who's listening into this conversation. But let's talk about Travelers of the Multiverse. Yes. So we there are six. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I, have to, I always have to double count six different races for people to try. Yep. Some of them have more stuff than others, which I think is interesting. Um, but yep. all of them, um, obviously, are following that Tasha's rule of like, hey, here is some. Su- well, there's actually no suggestions actually where you want stuff. It's just like make it up where you're. If you want yep. to have a plus two in something, do that, or you can split it into a plus one for either of the the stats you want to do. So again, as a as a testing test a way of testing these characters out, you can easily do that, which I think is good. Um, so I'll just read them out because I I'll do the embarrassing bit of getting the names wrong, so Hamilton can <laughs> laugh at me later. <laughs> So we have the Astral Elf, which is an elf denizen of the Astral Plane. I think it's Astral Elfe. Oh, my... Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> ah, burn, burn. How embarrassing. <laughs> sorry. No. no, that's hilarious. Um, Autonome, which both me and Hamilton agreed off recording. Oh, it's, it's fucking cool. I yes. love it. Um, um, GIF. We've agreed on GIF for this because <laughs> we're British. It does actually say in the thing that you can just... There's an argument about GIF or GIF. Which I which I love that, I love that it's joke. that meta about it. Yeah. It's great. And then well, this is it, the first one. So, Hadozi. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. His guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it's a highly adaptable simian being, which we found out uh, whenever we talked about this last time. I didn't realise what a simian was, <laughs> so that's that's good. Um, a plasmoid, which is an amoeba-like being, which I find is really interesting. And then a three crin or three recrin or something like that. Oh, is that? Is a, oh, it is a three crin. Okay. Well, we don't know. I, just, I thought it, it was a three crin. Is it not a three? Thri- well. 
a mysterious sixth option, which is essentially a... <laughs> I'm going to go with what you said, three cream. Sounds three, cre- three, three cream. Three Yeah, sounds better, actually. Okay. Uh, well, it's a, it's a six-limbed telepath- <laughs> telepathic insectoid, which I love. It's just like, that is that is its line in this document. Yeah. It's not too much on that. Mm. Um, and yeah, just a little bit of admin at the beginning. So it's like... I think and I think it's quite nice it's, it has it here. I know the first page of all these things is it's pretty much duplicated from now on but it's like languages. You can speak and write whatever languages you feel yeah. is appropriate with your DM. Just like yes. just getting it out there. Creature type all that sort of thing. Uh, lifespan uh, typical lifespan is that of a humanoid and just whatever. Mm. The one thing I do find interesting and I'd be interested to know what you think about this Hamilton is the height and weight. Mm-hmm. How often have you rolled for height and weight of your characters. <laughs> oh, you know what? I have not ever done no. that. I've always defined it myself. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where you can get into so much customization with D&D characters. You'd be like, this is their exact weight. This is their exact height. And maybe it's like, oh, this um, this Onyx Griffin that you've got your, your wondrous item or whatever can only carry, you know, 200 pounds of, of people. But in my head, I'm like, well, for th- that will be a medium-sized person, two medium-sized people, perhaps, mm-hmm. or two medium, one medium-sized person and a sh- and two small creatures. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, oh, you're just going to go over the weight limit. Like, it's just, it's, again, yes. more admin for me to yes. care about how <laughs> heavy or how tall someone is. Like, I just, exactly. in my, I just, I, I in my head, I just don't have it. Exactly. It, I guess. I guess at some point, maybe that is what people do. But I just. I do think that mm. even now, people talking about weight and height of characters, when you could just easily just go. Oh, yeah. the, I, I, that's. I think I would just say here's the general range of small creatures are this to this. Yeah. And then you could just be like cool in the middle or. Which, which is kind of what I always go with. That's how I've done it. Like when I played yeah. a kobold, it's between three and four feet. So three foot six inches that'll do yeah yep. or i want the smaller one because i want them to be really cute or i want them to be the taller one because i want them to be lanky but yeah. it's um yeah i think yeah it, i've never done that but um, yeah. unless it's going to be like a, a fantasy roller coaster theme land where yes. you're like you have to be this height to get in <laughs> all your all your cute little kobolds won't be allowed on there because they're too small they're like no my arms oh, don't no, reach but the... <laughs> that's why there are trench coats <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh no, that's a different one shot altogether. Um, so yeah, that, that's the it's a sort of bit I got from the introduction. Is like yeah. obviously flavor it however you want, but I do I do think that sort of comment about because it, it does say like you can still roll for your height and weight. And I was like, who does that anymore? Maybe that's just maybe I, I just I just, just want to get onto the my curse of straw DM though will if I'm if someone's weighty and I can't haven't got a strength score I'm not pushing them up a hill that's for sure because <laughs> they're, they're playing it gritty and it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're encumbrance. I'm playing encumbrance for the first time. Do not like mm. it. I'm having to no. track my arrows as well. <sighs> Tracking arrows? I'm not even using <laughs> them out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just like, no, I'm not helping. Yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna Only if I find an arrow am I using it. I'm not using any of the ones <laughs> in my... I bought a set, I've got a spare quiver and I'm only filling them up and that's it. You're just upcycling <laughs> yes. arrows. I love it. As a result, cool. Well, let's anyway. let's chat. Let's chat about. Uh, we'll go through them very quickly because again, yeah. I, uh, mostly time again. Thanks to me um, on this, but like so, astral elves. Let's yes. go into that. What did you make of astral elves, Hamilton? I think they're cool because I like elves and I like yeah. wispy astrally elves because mm-hmm. anything that gets me closer to playing a David Bauer character I'm happy and <gasps> astral elf feels like you know that's your Starman character it so that's does perfect. isn't it it does feel like yeah. the man who fell to earth exactly Absolutely. so um, yeah 
love it. You know, it's it's a great. It's got nice little. I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of lore you could build out of it. You know, living mm. in the astral plane. There's some fun things that are hanging out in there as well, like the gith and yep. the and the um, mind flayers. And uh, so there's a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the imbue their souls a spark of divine light that manifests as a starry gleam in yeah, an astral the, elf's eyes. That the yeah that that the, the life in the silver void. I was like, whoa! That that just is such a again. I know I always say this. There's some really great like one-liners here. Mm. For me, actually, it's interesting. You just think, think sort of a David Bowie almost alien-esque, mm. not knowable thing. I did think of something similar because this talks about time quite a yes. bit. Obviously, like nothing ages in the astral plane and they gain this w- weird perception about how people are so they're almost they're almost like deities in their lifespan but i was thinking more like you could have a proper uh doctor who gallifreyan outlook so that they they are kept in this bubble and then they're realizing that all these other people they well that time is different for them yeah and maybe that whole sort of time lord victorious when they're brought back or something and they i just so i could see them being actually yeah. a big bad evil is what i wrote down this Ooh, idea that yeah. time is very different and so that and they feel they know more because they've yes. seen more of there's it. that sort of classic <laughs> overarching view of life and so it also made me think of peter pan <laughs> and that you could have oh. a you could have like you know they're all like a, a group of elves you know just children age but mm-hmm. like you know um i forgot what the neverland sort of feel mm. to it you know and have this sort of little group of people that are all like little children but still having their own like you know economy and government and stuff like that which and they're actually completely naive but trying to rule their own system do you know what i mean so you can imagine they still haven't grown up even though they've lived for hundreds of years they're still they've still got the sort of mental attitude of like a 14 year old trying to run a business like i can imagine that being quite fun that I, that is, I love that as a complete opposite to the big bad evil. Yeah. I like that because that, that plays with this emotion stuff as well. Because it does talk about like some of these are prepared for uh, some of these mm. elves are prone to melancholy, mm. wants others to play an absence of feeling. Yeah. So I love that idea that <laughs> these ones who look you know live for thousands of years, but they're still stuck in puberty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, oh, would you oh, like to? I propose oh, a new law. Oh, oh please, like me. Yeah, there's yeah, lots exactly. of peer pressure. Yeah, as lots a of emo kids in the corner just get it like, oh, yes. Yeah, uh, and just <laughs> to quickly finish off looking at their traits. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's so funny. Um, so there's stuff, um, obviously, there's stuff that is very similar to, to mm. elves. So you've got fate and ancestry, keen senses, um, trance as well. Uh, you've also got um, trance pers- proficient. Oh, God. Trance Proficiency. Oh, I can't say Proficiencies. Whenever yes, that yeah, this is cool. The, yes, trans. Yeah. So yeah, whenever you finish a long rest using your trance, you gain two proficiency. Oh god, you, you get two skills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with with uh, each with a weapon or a tool of your choice. So I I, I found this interesting because I don't know how. how it, well, it's interesting because it then says you acquire these by drawing them from the shared elven memory. Mm. In the little description, it didn't really talk about shared. No. or anything to do with reincarnation so that instantly means to me like we talked about like the the bright queen in critical yes. role this idea of reincarnation and it's maybe the same souls over mm. and over and over um so i thought oh that'd be quite a cool again law thing but then i was thinking about how often do i use tools <laughs> again Beast maybe it's just me I just, that's the only one as a rogue that you use yeah, a lot proficiency yeah I, I couldn't think of anything like um herbalism sort of, yeah. kit. do you never use herbalism, herbalism kits mm. i think I mean, that those those are the only two I could think of, yeah. I'm always using my painter's tools <laughs> for really important situations. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, uh, I think, yeah, with, 
I think it's kind of fun though. I really like it. And the shared, I think the shared elven thing is that they are, the astral plane is where spirits do travel to. In the mm. ghost walk one, it, oh, it's the ethereal plane. I'm getting mixed up. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Ignore me. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, but I think, but you could also, people get on the way there, they yeah, get exactly. stuck too. Do, yeah. yeah, easy enough. Yeah, this seems like there's going to be some more interesting lore at the back of that when it comes out, basically. And mm. I think, but I like the idea mm. of just going, waking up and going, mm, I know how to, I, I can paint today. I can do <laughs> this. I can cook, you know. Um, yeah, that, I think, that, yeah, maybe I'm, I, I always see proficiency. Oh, God, I can't even say it. Um, my brain's not working today. I just feel stuff like that maybe, I guess, is a role play thing rather than a mechanic. Yeah. And I just feel like, you should just get that anyway. Like it's because I feel like mm. proficiency. Oh god, I can't even say it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, it's just like because that's props. obviously it's, it's that props. props. Yeah, yeah. Props. It 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 adds to your stuff. So obviously, like you get a prop for initiative. You yeah. get you know for attacking with a weapon you're good at. Yeah. So I just I don't know. It, it just for me, I was like that's a flavorful thing yeah. rather than a mechanic mm. thing. And the other thing I just want to quickly uh, sort of talk about is this radiant soul yeah. idea. So when you succeed on a death saving throw, you regain a number of hit points equal to your prof <laughs> bonus and one of your sort of mental modifiers. Mm. Mm. Um, and you can use this once per long rest. Um, so I think that's that's a great little save. Yeah. Maybe that whole you live for a long time, that yeah. even time itself, your your time is not gone and all that yeah. sort of thing. It's quite it's cool. Even that, yeah, it does add to that idea you're having that even death means less to them as well because they can just, mm. you know, isn't yeah, it's like... Um, did you play Destiny? It's the the sorcerers mm. in that. I forgot the name of they're called now. The the class. Uh, damn it! No, don't look at me. Yeah, I've not hunters and there's hunters. Oh jeez, I've forgotten all of them. <laughs> anyway, the wizardy ones. They do that sort wizardy of thing, ones. don't they? Kind of go and they sort of re. Mm. They can uh, revive everyone. It feels a bit like that. Mm. Kind of remind me of those. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, let's move on to possibly the best race Auto ever. Gnomes. <laughs> yes, Auto Gnomes. So these are mechanical beings built by rock gnomes specifically in their image, and they have a particular purpose for them. So I'm getting instantly stuff like um, Frankenstein's monster, uh, Edward Scissorhands was what I was thinking as well. <laughs> I love how the horror brain... Yeah, horror! And then me, it's like little glittery gold gnome, you know, working in Santa's <laughs> workshop sort of feeling, yep. you know, like magical, like um, Flimp from last week, you know, yep. just all glittery sort of like, yeah, yep. my more it's, jazzy uh, sort of... Uh, Glam rock, they'd be like the glam rock companions. I imagine now my David Bowie astral elf with like, with a backing band, with a backing band of auto gnomes who are just manning the ship that he flies around in, and they just kind of like, yeah, come on people, let's go fly into the sky, and then they're like, oh yes, master, yes, yes, Mr. Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think the reason I I did jump to horror stuff a little bit is because it talks about like. Again, the, how their internal component components yes. are you sort of made. Yeah. So one could have an actual beating heart, which I'm yes. like, ooh, or powered by stardust or or intricate clockwork. Is. So there's loads yes. of ways you can play. It. I also thought because right. we'll go. I'm sure we'll go on to it. Is this uh, autonome history table? Yes, which is some of it is so beautiful but so sad. Yeah. So like, you get some sort of things that are that remind me of say even Pinocchio. This idea that you want mm. to be a real boy yeah. or you want to be a, a real gnome. I thought even like there's somewhere you I was like uh, I have to, to look it up um, a glitch forgot a glitch caused you to forget your original programming you don't know who made you or where you come from mm. um, that's number four on the on the autonome history table yeah. I would go one further 
and say that you forget that you're an autonome completely. Oh yeah, and you just think you're you think you're real. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Think, it's like that film um, AI when that yes. came out. It's, you know, yeah. being a real gnome and not yeah. realizing. Um, yeah. I think that'd be such a cool storyteller thing and yeah, yeah all, all these all these sort of history ones i think some of them are beautiful like the first one where it's like you you ha- you're urged by your creator to go and find stuff or the second one which is like your creator died <laughs> yeah exactly yeah well yeah <laughs> two, two different extremes so. it does remind me of a character we had on dragon Steel, which was a construct like a warforge but they played it mm. that they were they had such a low intelligence score that they played it that they were a broken jukebox that could only remember oh. misheard lines and it was fantastic. Oh. It was so good. It was just so funny because they went on the kissthisguy.com, which is like all the misheard lines that you could have. <laughs> they were amazing. It was really good. It was really good fun. But yes, and I like that sort of those sort of ideas. That sort of you could play that sort of glitchy uh, character as well, so which could be mm-hmm. quite fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, looking at the traits, you get armored casing, so yeah. you you have a certain set base armor class mm. um, built for success. You can add one d4 to an attack roll. Uh, ability check and saving throw and you can do so after seeing the d20 but before the effects are resolved so again having a quick bless on yourself yeah uh, as many times as you're proficient they're pretty in. op they're little terminators basically they really are yeah yeah like a t1000 and, sort of thing <laughs> like and also yeah and like this this idea of true life um so because you're a construct uh, mending you if it's cast on you you can expend a hit die and regain it to number of hit points plus your constitution yeah. modifier, which is great. But also, you do benefit from things that do preserve life, so yeah. cure wounds, uh, healing word, and spare the dying, which don't normally affect normal constructs. Mm. So that we uh, again, we talked about it on uh, horror monsters. Ooh, careful, dog. Sorry, the dog's <laughs> pulling my microphone away. Um, yeah, I was talking about you. Um, whereby um, Derek picked out. Oh, hang on, I need to think about this. Hang on. Da, 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 da. It's gone. Never mind. <laughs> the right. dog distracted me. So. <laughs> Damn you, dog! <laughs> oh, look at that face. Look at that face. He wants my crumpets, but that's okay. Um, oh, that was it. So, like, these, these constructs that don't benefit from healing stuff, they have to have mending in some way. So I think... Yes. Um, compared to this, so it does feel like, oh, you still get a benefit from healing. It's just yeah. very... I like that. It's very interesting. Yeah. And it makes that men- having the mending spell useful as well. <laughs> oh, finally. It's not just mending your clothes, it's mending yeah, your, exactly. your soul. Yeah. yeah. That's quite... No, it's very good. I like. Yeah, no, I liked it. I, I think, as I said, they're like really cool sort of like... Even me, a character, but I kind of like them being using them as sort of NPCs or sort of, you know, DMPCs maybe. They could be really fun just to play with. Yeah, I, I do like I do like that idea of having a backing band or a ba- or having mm. a crew of them. Yeah. So that makes sense. It's not just one, it's yeah. loads of them together. Yeah. I think that's quite cute, actually, as a, as a not minor characters. I do like that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're really cool. They're very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what's next then? Uh, the GIF. It's GIF, <laughs> yes. So we have spoken about GIF before on DM's Book Club, um, and we talked to them from their monster stat uh, block from Monokainen's Tome mm. of Foes. And it's interesting, because I think at the time I was saying, like, I don't get them, in the sense of, like, I, in the sense of, like, they are very fun... Uh, extravagant, like, mm. ha-ha kind of yeah. uh, characters. And that's what they've been sort of described as with their lore. And what, when I, at the time, all I kept seeing was people going, we want to play GIF. Mm. Uh, and I was like, this would be good for a one-shot, but for yeah. a longer campaign, I just, I think it would <laughs> get really irritating. Yeah. 
and said, but and but obviously they were a playable race in Spelljammer, and now they're back here, and mm. I feel they've changed quite a bit. I mean, it's a much shorter, it's a very uh, short little intro to them, isn't it? Yeah, and when you compare the two. It's very different. So they've taken out that whole sort of bravado. Here, they're not proficient with firearms. Mm. And I know, obviously, you, you can... Like we, we said this before. You can put it in if you want. But like you, it's removed stuff like uh, their ability to headbutt, having uh, it was like some sort of grenade... Mm. Um, Excuse me, some sort of I've actually got the Modern Finders open, so I can just quickly show yes, that. Yes, please do, because I, so I do not. There. So, mm -hmm. yeah, as you said, they got headfirst charge... Which uh, yep. give moves at least 20 feet in a straight line that ends with a 5 feet of a large or smaller creature that creature succeeds on. Strength save with some bludgeoning damage. Uh, they have firearms knowledge. They get multi-attack. They got a musket or a pistol or a fragment, yep. a frag grenade, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and that seems to be the sort of, yeah, as you say, key to it. Uh, so yeah. they're a gunpowdering monster. So that's the yeah. stat block there. Yeah, and and that, that's that sort of thing. And in Mona Kindness, it sort of talks about them being... They enjoy the art of war, mm. but they were, you know, they enjoy like obviously winning, yeah. <laughs> but they won't fight each other. They would rather, you know, sit it out because out mm. of respect. So there's this idea of very warped chivalry mm. and very much, oh, it's, come on, lads, oh, it's yeah, bloody brilliant. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas this has sort of been boiled down to storytelling. Yeah, and they rec re uh, a gift recounts their past exploits to an enraptured crowd. So it's a performance mm. per se. And which is basically having... just the, the, the tireless raconteur, though, isn't it? It's that sort of yes. like which kind of goes with it. It's just um, yes. uh, I'm trying to think of if people have seen uh, SEO Trot. Have you seen SEO Trot? Oh yeah, SEO Trot. Yeah. You yeah. know the guy, the neighbour who's like goes on and on, and just is quite posh and just turns up for dinner and speaks completely about himself and all the great yep. stories he has, and then leaves without asking yeah. one, and then asks one question and says, oh, it's time to go. And it's that sort of person that you just imagine them turning up in the tavern and going, oh, yes, you know, sort of Baron Munchausen sort of character. Exactly, Baron Munchausen, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah just looking at what you do get. So, obviously, you get hippo build, so you have advantage, you know, because you're a big, you're a big hippo, uh, so you've got advantage on strength mm. stuff. But also you get damage dealer, so, and a great line, like a hippopotamus in a crystalware shop, you're naturally <laughs> adept at damaging things. <laughs> when you roll a you one on a damage die. You know. Oh, I know, I know. I, know. Oh. I trip over on oh. a flat floor, like seriously. Standing yeah. still. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> when you roll a one on a damage die for a melee attack, so only melee attacks, not ranged, mm. um, you can re-roll the die and use a new roll. So again, it's that, I can't remember what, what feat it is now, um, like Savage mm. Attacker, I think, yeah. or something. So that's that's pretty good. Like you you mm. you know very unlikely to roll a low damage. Yeah, we say, yeah. oh, you have the chance to get more out of it. And I think it's every time you and he once per turn attack once per turn. Oh, once per turn, fantastic. So yeah, OP. so that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, it doesn't like. And I was just looking at when you mentioned the the guns uh, thing. It doesn't feel like doesn't feel it's like un overbalanced either like it feels underbalanced mm. if anything that even mm -hmm. that damage dealer is a good one but it's not it's not the greatest feat that there is yeah and it just feels like they could just having proficiencies in firearms or just mm. having something even the headbutt as you said as just an additional attack which yeah. has got add a proficiency to your unarmed attack basically could be a simple yeah. one and that feels very yeah. manageable I I seem to remember in that stat block as well is that when we were working it out mm. is that you're you're less likely to use a sword stuff because there's more damage with shooting and stuff. You'd only use a sword as a last thing. Yeah. Whereas here, obviously, 
it's a melee attack with yeah. your um, damage dealer, so you would be in close range for mm. that. So it's I don't know. It's it's, it's I who yeah. knows? Maybe this will be com- one of those ones that's going to be completely changed when it comes to spell But I do think it's yeah. very interesting how different these two are. Because I think people would prefer playing yeah. gun-toting space hippos yeah. over this, perhaps. But actually, just, death I, longsword yeah. two-handed is a one d ten plus four over the mm-hmm. musket, which is a one d twelve plus two. Oh, maybe it was that so other way around. One then. Yeah. It's actually better to be for them. It, mm-hmm. So it does kind of. So anyway, I'm just I was just looking at the stat block and just thinking that no. I'm not great at my. Uh, there are people that know so much more about what's better out of these, but it, to me, one d ten plus four sounds better than a one d twelve plus two. Thing. Yeah, well, and but that's the thing. It's more yeah. if you were running this in a in yeah. a, uh, um, a an encounter, yeah. your opening round, you want to use your best things for it. And yeah. so it sounds like oh, they would rush in and use a sword over yeah. say, yeah. but maybe they'll use the grenade first and all well, that. The grenade so, is one per day and does five d six, which is quite yeah. Good. yeah. So you, that might that would probably be your opener perhaps. But yeah. then do you then rush in? Yeah. <laughs> or do you stay back and shoot? So I don't know. It's it, yeah. again, it just it's just yeah. very interesting to see the the, the vast difference between them. Yes, yeah, 100%. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um has has Dozy Hadozy. No. Hadozy. <laughs> has Dozy. Has Dozy. He's, he's, he's taken a sleeping pill. He's has Dozy. Has Dozy. <laughs> <laughs> so these are uh, uh, sort of ape-like monkey-like creatures mm. who have adapted to living in the tall trees of their home world. Um they're natural climbers with feet as dexterous as their hands, which I will say makes me uh, I have a bit of an ick about it that makes me like oh (laughs) yeah I like I can imagine maybe it's just because obviously in my head I'm very bad at visualizing what these creatures look like so I just instantly imagine myself yeah so imagining myself with hands for feet makes me feel very ick inside (laughs) yeah I've got hands and my well that's yeah no 100% well I'm yeah, I'm not. I'm not so freaked out by it, but it's because it's a monkey. I guess that's what it, no, there you, you see, it, it's a monkey. Um, and I think to take from from these folks mm. is that they have something called dexterous feet as a trait, which yes. is you you can take the use an object action as a bonus action. Now, again, I talked to this with my partner because I I just assumed use an object like what is that? Is that? I always um, thought that was like inter. I always take that as an interaction, like a as a weapon mm. interaction. I can always take as a separate action. I always thought. Mm. Yeah. So we had a, we we had a chat about it, and we narrowed it down to two things. One, which is you take a potion of healing, or one you Ooh. apply poison to your thing, and and in, in pretty I much every play game. That role anyway, bonus action. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like that's who, all we've been done. Who do you want to be like with action economy as it is? Um, I'm going to put poison on my blade. Thirty minutes later, <laughs> I now attack them because <laughs> it takes exactly. that long to get around the group. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, what I would do is I would allow mm-hmm. change of weapons as a as yeah. a bo- as a bonus, as in wouldn't take. You don't have to drop mm-hmm. your weapon. You can because yeah. that's what I always you know you have to drop your weapon. I say that you could just put yeah. it in your other other set of hands. Yeah, I'd also just suggest you could do an additional one arm unarmed strike as a bonus action. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think when I was thinking about it, because uh, we discussed, um, my partner discussed whether or not it's like, oh, but this will be great for if you have magic items. Mm. But we dis- we found there is a little bit in the in DM's guide mm. saying using a magic item is different to using an object, which sucks. <laughs> like there's a little little line so uh, you can't just you be using scrolls, for example. Got you there. So, yeah, they got us there. But I think. Because there is another feat, there's another class that has this, is um, the Thieves' 
type for rogues, fast hands, yes. which does the same thing. But again, I was just thinking to myself, a lot of the home rules we had, so like taking a, um, a healing potion yourself, mm. that we just said that's a bonus action exactly. whilst giving it to somebody else. Which is the is... critical role one. There is Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, I was just really struggling to think what use an object actually would yeah. be. Like, obviously... I, I just couldn't think of it. I think so you I just, just yeah. yeah. I think then there is that. I think it allows you to do. I would just suggest that yeah, homebrew it because if you're already homebrewing bonus actions for healing potions, I'd say maybe you can feed someone else a healing potion as a bonus action because yeah. you can be still fighting and get your feet up, get, get, get your feet hands feet up hands. with the potion. My floor <laughs> open wide. This is an in joke to the show, but my floor hands is what we had. So you have your floor <laughs> hands and your wall <laughs> hands. So I don't know what feet is. <laughs> I don't know what feet is. <laughs> You mean you my floor hands? He's over here talking about floor hands, dude. Uh, my six-digit floor hands. My six-digit floor hands. My six-digit floor hands. Uh, I do the moving around on the wall hands. So there is a thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Use your floor hands to um to get to get get them okay. Yeah. Yeah, get get them up, and you like to see like a very dirty floor hand. It's like, oh, oh nice. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking. Ugh. Um, anyway, that's gum. me being. Ick. <laughs> There's also you also get something called glide, yeah. which it basically is feather folding, which but mm. you can you can do it horizontally, which again very mm. useful if you're going from like tree to tree or trying to get from a building to a lower building. Yeah. And it's really cool. jumping. And it, yeah, it just made me really think cool. of Wizard of the Oz, as I said when we last talked about this. It's the Wizard of the Oz uh, um, flying monkeys mm. kind of thing. Yes. Aye, my beauty's fly. Yeah, yeah. Aye. Yeah. So again, yeah. all right, on to the final two then. We have Plasmoid and oh, we yes. have Three Crin. So, Plasmoids. Um, interesting. <laughs> they are um, amorphous beings with no typical shape. Um, in the presence of other folk, they adopt a similar form, but mm. there's, uh, there's little chance of mistaking for them because they consume food by osmosis in the way an amoeba, amoeba, amoeba does. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then excrete waste through tiny pores. Now, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> does yeah. that mean that you just constantly have, like, I don't know, you just go out of your cheek? I don't or? think it means, like, it's just, like, Gaseous, I imagine, right? Or just water, Ooh. like a sweat, like a sweat. Oh, a constantly sweaty, sweaty plasma. plasma. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for me, I was thinking um, just because I've been playing a lot of uh, alien RPG recently, they've got these sort of androids, uh, the sort of milkmen. Oh yeah. Uh, so they're all sort of yeah, that's sort of again. I, now that I'm thinking, the Milky Boys were sort of like the the sweat on them. It as a result. Me, was uh, the guy in. Um, x-men who's the they turn the who is a human that they turn into an they force turn into an x-men who's like a politician oh. do you remember they capture oh, him and no, he turns into that. water he like splashes into water oh, and he's gosh, always no, constantly sweaty no oh i don't remember that at all but that sounds that sounds like a great character though yeah it, was, it wasn't it was very minor but they then so then mystique can impersonate them and uh, oh. uh, that's how they do it but he turns into like He's like very anti X Men, and they force him. Oh, it's from the films. I yeah. vaguely remember that. Yes, yeah. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, because yeah, because he got yeah he got forced to do it. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, looking at like looking at their traits as well. Yeah. Um, uh, they've got the amorphous, so you can squeeze through a space as narrow as an inch wide, which is obviously very useful. Very useful. Uh, Doors are no longer you know, a problem. 
Well, I like that. Doors are no longer a problem, but then you also have something called shaped self, is that when you're not incapacitated, you can reform your body into give yourself a head, one or two arms, one or two legs, uh, and makeshift hands and feet. Or you can revert to a limbless blob. Um, for a bonus action, you can uh, extrude a pseudopod that is up to six inches wide and ten feet long, uh, or reabsorb it, and you can use it to manipulate objects, open... An unlocked door. Yeah. <laughs> so I love the idea. You're going to go to the door. You're like, blah, 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 and you just, <laughs> just comes up mage hand, hands. isn't it? Basically, you've got mage hand. A, a very long mage yeah. hand. You could do so if you if you if you're looking through like a, a door or something, you're going underneath it, and it can just snake its way around. Mm. In my head, I imagine it like if there was a buffet. And you didn't want to go over there, you just go, your hand goes around and you tap someone on the shoulder. They turn around, you grab their food. <laughs> <laughs> that is such an interesting way of thinking of it. I love it. I really like it. I mean, I'd say that I've got my crumpets here, so I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm just fending off. You're making me really angry now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. they're cool. They are very um, cool. Also reminded me of Alex Mack. Do you remember Alex Mack? Oh, vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd like, was got hit by radiation and could turn into a blob, like a, like a chrome blob. And then go through mm. doors and stuff. So that was the other thing. Yeah. Well. But yeah, no, really cool. Yeah. I, I think they're quite a fun one. I think they could be fun to play. There's the Backwater Bastards as a as a show. They they mm-hmm. don't play in D and D, but they've got um, uh, someone who's they call the Jelly Boy, who is like a is a is a jellyfish <laughs> who used to live in a fishbowl, and then he mm. got a hold of a jelly suit, which is like a blob that can do exactly all these things basically. So they've mm-hmm. already got a character that does it, and they have a lot of fun with it to be honest and mm-hmm. it is quite and it's a really good characterization and but yeah if you, if you want to see someone playing something very similar backwater bastards yeah. is worth checking out so there you go definitely you go. a thousand percent yeah i love it when yeah even if it's not dnd or something but something similar well it is dnd based but they've play, they've re-edited it a bit to make their own sort of system but if you know dnd you'll understand what they're doing if you, know you understand it. it perfect oh that's even better yeah. than having a basis of um, yeah. familiarity but even just seeing like you said like mm-hmm. um having it look in a certain way and you're like oh that's really cool I want it in my game yeah that's they've got some really cool bit. art for it as well so yeah worth checking out ah fab alright Thry Queen yes Queen then <laughs> god um, yeah. yeah insectile sort of creatures with two pairs of arms mm. although it says two pairs of arms did it not have six arms yeah, six, oh six limbs six never limbs, mind yeah, as me it, yeah. as me being being pedantic for no reason um so they again. I see these. Maybe it's my in my head. I see them as cockroaches, <laughs> which is not a nice thing to say, perhaps. But um, I, they had this whole bit of it talking about their mandibles and like that's how they communicate to each other. Yeah. But the sight is so horrific to adventurers. <laughs> like, it's like they're gonna eat me. They're gonna eat me. And it's like I like the idea. They're like, oh hello. Oh you can't. Oh fuck. Oh no. Don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they do have telepathy, so they can um, they can communicate. So you're not limited by just yeah. mandible speak per yeah. se. So I quite like that. Um, uh, yeah. What, what, was there anything for you about the Fry Queen that you liked? Um, the chameleon carapace is kind of cool. Gives you good stealth checks. It means your carapace can just turn into naturally surrounding, so a bit chameleon-like, as it says. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. You can use your secondary arms to wield, uh, you know, more weapons. Yes. So very much like General Grievous, yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. Like, um... Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a much cooler experience of it. Yeah, that's better than the creepy cockroaches. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing about them to say is they're a, they're a dark sun uh, thing. Mm. I think I believe, and so 
what does that mean for the future of D&D? We don't know, but it, unless this is just... Because the Morden Kindness Tome of Foes delivered a lot of stuff that's from, as we said, we've got the GIF in there and everything like that before. So maybe this mm-hmm. is just going in Morden Kindness' new book. The yeah. Multi, you know, I, I think... Monsters of the Multiverse. Yeah. I, I definitely, yeah, it'll be definitely to see, interesting to see what comes out of this. Mm. And again, look, the only thing I want to add at the end of this is that looking at the plasmoid and looking at the, the thrycreen. Thri- oh, I'm going to keep every time I say it, it's something different. It says creature type um, is ooze and monstrosity. I don't think I've ever had a, a monstrosity type um, playable character. race. Oh, yeah. Fair. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I'm, and I'm not sure we've had an ooze type either. So, no. Thinking about, we talk, thinking about that in terms of like, so it says it at the beginning, this idea of like, oh, think about weaknesses, perhaps. And it definitely a- appeared more in the um, the undead lineages, the gothic mm. lineages, uh, unearthed archives, saying like, you know, cure wounds won't help you if you're undead, but it doesn't harm you either. So I'm wondering, like, as an ooze, is there any vulnerabilities you have or, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, compared if... to monstrosity? Yeah, no, you're right. Does, well, does... does acid affect you worse does things like do you what happens when you go in other yeah. liquids i don't know i'm just wondering these things like I, I, that's... well that's true because like you you think because you you do have a natural resistance to acid and poison damage mm. but you're not immune to it mm. so i think i can't remember if they're again it's off the top of my head i'm just like hmm, interesting that those are the only types that are like oh these are definitely not humanoid mm. i think oh, did they actually get that did they actually get um no oh yeah you have resistance to acid and poison damage yeah, and yeah, underneath, yeah. It did. Sorry, I missed that bit. I didn't realise, because I'd assume it'd no. be the other way, because I thought, because they're sort of watery, they might, the acid, the, and the guys... Oh, they might have it more. Yeah, yeah. They, once you've got acid on you, it starts to all fall apart, and you kind of crumble a bit mm. more, but... Okay, maybe not then. Okay. Yeah. Um, interesting, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fun. I think, as you said, it's giving... I think playing... There's so many great monsters out there that would be great yeah. to play. Like, who doesn't want to play as yeah. a dragon? Like, I, you know... Yes, that, true. And thanks to Fizzbands, you can ish we can still don't have the book but yes you can (laughs) and exactly and then um so but it's all this other ones like you know playing as a knoll or playing as uh Mm -hmm. lots of other ones i think uh, i can't think off the top of my head right now but yeah i think this is good that they're expanding that sort of that sort of playable character uh races yeah and yeah and i think yeah like you said with the multiverse stuff coming out you could be whatever you want and Mm. i think as long as for me, the whole thing is, is like, as long as the story, you put the story first rather yeah. than the characters, have the story that supports the, have the characters support the story rather yeah. than the other way around. Yeah. That's the only thing I'd say from this. Like, all this is like really interesting, mm. but I want to make sure that it's not like, but I mean, again, it's that sort of thing you have with your players. Like, let's talk about extraordinary versus ordinary, that you could be ordinary players or you can have um, extraordinary characters in an ordinary space. Yes. So I think that's, that's exactly the thing. That's great. Um, There's a lot there, but I think we've got to go, haven't we? I've got to go. I've I've got another meeting very quickly. Um, But Hamilton, uh, tell us quickly. Quickly. Plug stuff, go. Well, I I, I do Dragon's Duel. We are getting finalising plans for season three. We've got some fun things happening with that. So that's coming up and some Christmas Mm -hmm. specials coming in December. Other than that, I'm really just focusing on this at the moment. And we've got We Are Not Heroes on the stream on every other Monday at 7.30 American, Eastern American times. So... Other than yeah. other than this, you'll just see me working on Dragon's Jewel, so which is coming soon, coming back soon. Coming so back soon. It. What about you? How's what am I rolling doing? 
Oh, it's what am I rolling? So, what am I rolling is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast. As always, it's going very, very well. Um, lots of stuff happening, uh, lots of improv stuff happening, all, all things happening. So, mm. please do go check that out. That's wherever you listen to podcasts. We have um, an offer code at Third Space Gaming in Burnley. So, if you want some 10% off your first order on, on anything RPG related or terrain or anything gaming, uh, go to their website at thirdspacegaming.co.uk and type in the offer code DMBC into checkout to get 10% off your first order. Anyway, anyway, I have to rush off because I have another meeting, which is weird. But thank you so much for everyone, and um, yeah, we'll, see see, you we'll in, speak to you next. See you next yeah. week, and I'll see you in half an hour. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see you in half an hour. <laughs> see you next Love week. You. Love you. Bye. Bye.